Kurt Schmidt is going to join us here momentarily. He is the sporting director and chief soccer officer for Real Salt Lake. The Major League Soccer season kicks off with one standalone game Wednesday night. RSL playing Lionel Messi in Miami. You fired up? Fired up, PK. When you're heading off to Miami. Uh, I'm not. Call the game from here, as you well know. <laughs> Kurt, good morning. Morning. How are you? Doing well this morning. The season opener, and it's messy. Uh, how fired up are people for this? I think people are, are really fired up for it. Um, it's obviously exciting to get the season going again, and I think you know the opponent's given everyone a little bit of extra motivation for sure. Is there uh, sometimes with uh, other sports, uh, the first game they'll unscramble it? Is that the case, or is it just going to be as usual uh, on the Apple that you got to subscribe? Uh, that's a great question. Not every game uh, needs to be subscribed to, and I'm not positive at the top of my head if the if this game is um, is going to be a free one or not. But there are some games that are available for free if you just log on. For RSL going into this game, there have been so many changes. Uh, you've got new personnel. You've got uh, all new assistant coaches this year. Uh, as a front office executive sitting back and watching this game, what's the number one thing you're watching for that's stressing you out, that if it goes well, then things fall into place? Yeah, I think, you know, look, we, we invested in a lot of good young players and um, we're looking for them to take a big step up and, and become important contributors and, and critical parts of the team. So I think that's what we're looking for this year and that's what we need from those guys. And I think they've shown really good signs of, of taking those steps. Um, so that's been a big positive. And then along with that, you know, the, the coaching staff have come in. I think the, the tactics are going to look a little bit different, um, you know, and not, not everything will be instantaneous, but um, starting to see some really good signs in preseason of, of the tactics kind of gelling and the players picking it up. And that's been very good as well. 17-year-old Barajas, my gosh, 17 years old. I mean, that's just incredible. How long does it take a 17-year-old to get acclimated before you're going to expect him to be a significant contributor? <laughs> um, I won't put too many expectations on him, but he's come into preseason. He's done really, really well. So when you talk about the level, the speed of play, the physicality, um, he can certainly fit in and, and hold his. All right, well, we just lost him, so we will get back and get that thought. 17 years old, PK. We were in high school, and now he's a pro. And he's moved all around the country. He's from, uh, he grew up in Sacramento, and he was in the San Jose's Academy. And then he went off and played in the, in the USL and was in Charlotte. And now here he is in Major League Soccer, and he might run on the field with Messi at 17. All right, we lost you there in the middle of the Barajas answer. Go ahead and finish your thought on that. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, he's done really well. And, you know, we, we won't know how it's going to look when he gets into a real game with fans and and, uh, you know, another team that's trying to kick him, but um, pretty pretty high host for him, and I think he can contribute this year. You have a couple of players you acquired here late, but I don't think they've joined the, the team yet, and they may end up being two starters. What is the timeline for, uh, for them to join the team? Uh, yeah, Matt Crooks um, is getting his, his visa sorted. Um, he might be available for the weekend, but he's, you know, both, we, we expect both to be available for the home opener. Um, Alex Alexandros Katranis, uh is definitely not an option this week. Um, and then Matt Crooks, we're, we're fingers crossed trying to get him here in time. Do you find uh, with these players being so young, 
if they are an American versus a foreign kid, is the adjustment for the American kid much easier? I think when you talk about coaching and integrating into the group, I think it can be because obviously there's a, there's no language barrier. Um, you know, they're they're a lot more comfortable in the, in the city and the you know in the environment, so it can. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, soccer is soccer. When you're on the field, it's, it's it's still a game, and the rules are the same. And I think I think both guys can settle in. Uh, but a big part of that, honestly, is having the right pieces around you when you're a young kid and having some experience around you. And, you know, that's why we looked at, I think, the guys that we did this offseason with, you know, Matt Crooks coming in with a little more experience and Katrina's coming in with a little more experience as well. Yeah, they're 25 and 30 years old, so it's a little different there. Andres Gomez came in, and there were sparks from him, and I was told multiple times he looks great all week long in training. But once you get him off the practice field and put him in the game, it doesn't quite translate. I've also been told he looks like a different guy this year. He played more defense in uh, one week this year than he played an entire year last year, expecting a big step forward because I think he's one of the young guys you're talking about. Yeah, I think offensively he's very, very exciting. He has the technical ability, he has the speed. Um, He can beat guys 1v1. I think he can be goal dangerous. He can set other guys up. There's a few things that we're working on with him in terms of how he gets behind with and without the ball um, and needs to be pretty adept at doing both of those things. So from that standpoint, we expect that step forward. And then, you know, defensively, his commitment and his work rate defensively has been really good this preseason. And, you know, I think he's working on actually the the positioning of it, the tactical side of it, and that's what he's getting. He joined us a little bit late because he's with the Colombian U23 national team, um, but he's picking it up pretty quick. So, yeah. He's one of the young guys we expect uh, more from this year. So Pablo gave an interview here in the last week or so, and they were asking him about the referee situation uh, with uh, the regulars not being available. Uh, do you guys, uh, you, do, you, do you coach for that? How do you prepare for that in case you get some things that you don't normally get? I think you just emphasize the things that, that you know, you try to always emphasize, but, you know, the, the phrase control the controllables comes to mind, right? So, that's something that's outside of the player's control. They can't fix it. They can't do anything uh, about it. And so they're, they just have to play and deal with, with the situation that, that is given them. So, you know, all the, like, the old cliches about, you know, playing until the whistle, not expecting anything, not expecting any favors, all those types of things, I think, apply. I think, you know, <laughs> from our standpoint, maybe in the stands, it's maybe a little bit easier to be a little bit more patient with, with uh, a you know referee that's, that's maybe a little bit less experienced, but I think the players just need to control the controllables and take care of their performance, and you know the referee will take care of theirs. Messi's the big name because well he's Messi, so there's that. But they've surrounded him with a bunch of big names. Who do you think ends up given the way MLS works? Who has the biggest impact for the club over the course of the season, and who are you most worried about in the opener having a big impact? Apart from Messi? Apart from Messi, yes. I mean, Messi's Messi, but he's not the only guy out there who's got a really good resume. He's just got the best resume. Yeah, I mean, look, across the season, I think um, someone like Busquets is obviously someone very important to how they play, and if you want to, if you want Messi to be successful, they got to get him the ball, and Busquets is, is a big part of that, and he connected back to front really well for them last year when they were successful. So that's a big, a big piece, and then you know, I think the obvious newcomer, I guess, is, is Suarez coming in um, and, and to see what what he's got left. And, you know, obviously still someone that we've got to you've got to pay attention to in and around the box. He's, he's deadly in that area. He's very dangerous. Um, but, you know, it's 
it's uh, he's he's getting up there in years. So for for me, it's a little bit of wait and see. But again, he's he did really well when he was in Brazil over the last couple of years. Um, so he's definitely someone that that we got to be aware of and, and pay attention to when in our final third. So you got the home opener later in the week. Uh, I'm wondering as far as that goes, are there any new attractions or additions or anything that the fans can expect that is new and different? Um, I know there's always going to be uh, some some fun stuff out on the plaza uh, pregame, and I know that uh, I know that that's always a fun time to bring you know to, for fans, for for kids, for for all that stuff. I think um, it's a great place to spend some time before you have to go into the game and, and sit down and, and you know you watch the game. But uh, I think that's always something to look forward to. There's been a lot of travel in the preseason for RSL to Portugal and to uh, Santa Barbara and then back. And the one team that probably doesn't want to hear anything about RSL's travel is Miami because they were in Saudi Arabia, they were in Hong Kong, they were in Japan, I forget where else they were, but they were all over the world. How much do you think, it's the opener, we, we don't think fatigue should be a problem, but these teams have been through a lot of time zones and it's hard to shake that off. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> travel's hard. I mean, I'm not even playing and I've been traveling a bunch and I can feel it too. So yeah, tra- travel can be can be tough and it can wear on the body, it can wear on the mind and you know, yeah, I don't think there's any real advantage to be gained, I think, by either side in this, on that side of things because both, both sides have had a good amount of travel over the past few weeks. But it's something that, you know, the boys are recovering from. Obviously, we came down here a day early to try to, you know, give us the give us as much time as possible on the ground before the game to, to settle in and shake that off. And, you know, it's just something that I think obviously road teams have to deal with at MLS. It's not usually something the home team has to deal with, but maybe it is in this in this situation. And, you know, if that balances things out, that's great. Well, it's RSL in Miami. It's the opener Wednesday night, and then RSL's at St. Louis on the weekend. And they finished atop the Western Conference in the regular season last year, so two really good opponents to start things off. Kurt, thanks for a, for a few minutes. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you again later this season. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Kurt Schmidt, Real Salt Lake Sporting Director and Chief Soccer Officer. Six o'clock tomorrow night in Miami for the opener. You'll hear that right here on The Zone, pregame at five and then the game at six. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 The Zone. Steve Cleveland coming up to talk college hoops, BYU and Utah State at home. Big time opponents for both schools tonight. We'll talk with him about the games coming up at nine o'clock right here on The Zone.